You're now entering a restricted zone. Welcome to Area 52. Hello and welcome back once again to the Area 52 podcast. And holy fuck, OJ got paroled. I did not see that coming at all. Start. We're just going to start there. I was what? drinking water. Nope. There's literally no bullshitting, no just fucking small right talk this it. week. I'm not going to be like, That's so, what was the week? No, the I like no that. OJ I like fucking that right got paroled. I like this you. OJ got paroled. Straight up. How? Holy shit. We oh. watched it. Did you watch it live? Did you watch it happen? I didn't watch it live. I saw it happen. We, yeah. we were on the news waiting. We and they, oh we watched God. when they brought him back in. And, and you know, you watch the testimony and all this. I think the thing is, is I really feel like most people in the back of their minds were like, he's going to get fucking paroled. Oh, yeah. Like, like oh, watch absolutely. OJ get paroled. Watch, yeah. he's going to get paroled. Yeah. Because you know, he got, he kind of, I mean, we talked about this in the OJ episode. Yeah, he kind of got off. Right. Yeah. But here's the thing. Like, even me, I'm watching this and I tell him. Okay, if I, you know, turn turn a blind eye to the murders that I believe he at least knows something about, at the mm-hmm. very least, okay, I look at this case and I go, clearly this man has was wrongfully he committed. Was, he was fucked they on the second trial. The Let's system, put. The system exactly. needs to yeah, work in was. this man's favor. You know, if I if I take away that it's OJ and that I believe that he right. committed the murders that he did. Right. So. If you if you just look at it like that, absolutely. Yes. He was he like you said, he he clearly got off for one crime. Yep. We all watched it happen. Mm-hmm. It felt vindictive for him to get as much as Such he a got. Sentence, yes. Yeah, for, for the what time. happened. Even I mean and we all we all talk like I said, go back and listen to our OJ episode and I mean at this point a lot of you guys are probably uh, familiar with why he went to prison, the kidnapping charges, the assault charges, which mm-hmm. were kind of, uh, for all intents and purposes, eh. trumped up yeah. because it was OJ. So, yes, and, and in his defense, mm-hmm. he was a model inmate. Never had a fight. Never had an argument. Never pissed anybody off. Good behavior I all mean, around the board. He, he did what an inmate was supposed to do. He did his time. He kept his head down. He stayed out of trouble. And when you're going into a parole hearing, like you said, if this was not OJ, it would have just been a man who had did his time. Yeah. Thank yeah. you. Mm-hmm. And like, the system oh good, works. He got out. The yeah. system works. Yes. So that's a really interesting kind of, kind of balance in OJ. He is proof on one hand that the system works because <laughs> oh he did his time. He got out. He he hired a lawyer team, and his lo- he, he he proved that the justice system can well work. I guess in the sense that, like, if you have enough money and you have the great huh, lawyers, yeah. you can you can defend <laughs> yeah. yourself. But at the other side, his he also is the man that proved that the justice system is broken because if you do have yep. lawyers and if you do have money, you can get off. So. He is such an interesting person. He is he is really such a portrait from one trial to the next of the American justice system. Yes. And you cannot, like you said, if you take away that first crime, mm-hmm. that you mm-hmm. you can't deny that what happened, him getting paroled, was what should have happened. Yeah, totally. Good <sighs> it's behavior. Crazy. He, he, He's rehabilitated. Let's let him out. He wants to go and he he wants to go and and live in Florida. And what were they saying? Like he's getting his uh, he's he getting... gets his NFL pension. I mean, which is like twenty five thousand dollars a month. That is a lot. Wow. Which, which like, wow. like like you said, can't. 
Oh, I mean, the Goldmans legally cannot touch any of that either. Yeah, can't so, touch the pension. Yeah. So he's so he's getting that. This every actually month from the totally NFL. worked out in his favor then. Right. For it did. Yeah. You know, I mean, and it's, it's like so weird because wow. morally, how do we? It's so hard to how know do you how feel to about feel it? about mm-hmm. it because I like like we said, I think mm-hmm. all of us agree that. He genuinely has at least knowledge of Something what happened. Was up. Something right. had to be up. Yeah. He knows what happened. At least one way or the other, he knows what happened. And it was, and it's, uh, it's a, uh, I don't know. It's an interesting. It's an it's an interesting twenty five year study of the justice system. Oh, totally. And of a particular human being. I mean, just you know, now it's going to be, and it's not even over because now OJ gets out of prison. First time he got off, he was in jail, but he was never convicted of a crime. He was just a man who was on trial. Yeah. Being held until he was yeah. found one way or the other. This time he was sent to prison. So this time he's coming home from and prison. And it's like it's more parole. And so that's, he's not technically exactly. like a like you know he's yeah, kind of monitoring. He's not going on vacations and right. shit. Yeah. And I mean, and he's still OJ with who's very polarizing, and I'm, right. oh yeah, a lot of he's people, still going to so struggle with all that. that way. I mean, mm-hmm. what do his kids think? Right, and that, does anybody know? Like, do, I don't like know. his his I'm biological sure we'll, children, like, do they we'll have to hear about it eventually? I don't know. Why I said They'll that. Probably I don't put think it on he the has news. Any adopted children? Or anything <laughs> like that. I don't know. I said that. <laughs> but his, just to establish, but you know what I mean. Like, I, yeah. I guess I meant through both marriages. Yeah. yeah. I what What do all of his children believe? And that's and you brought up a good point. I think a lot of people. Um, you know, when he got out, when he got off, let's put it this way, the first time. Yes. It's, you were found not guilty, open the front door, peace. Yep. Have a good one. The cuffs come off, you're free to go, and you walk out the front door, you can go to Denny's, you can go wherever you want, go play golf, drink, have a party. When you get out on parole, you have a parole officer. You have to check in with your parole officer every day. You have to go to work. You have to show him your your work records. You have to call. You have to give him drug sample. Like, this isn't just OJ going back to being OJ. This is OJ becoming a parolee. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe being on house arrest even for six months. We, we don't know. Can you make know. a music video on yeah. parole? Is that allowed? I think you can. I think, you know what, okay. I, depending I'm on how cool your parole officer. I hope the parole officer is in it like, no, OJ, I bet you can't do it. <laughs> like, he's got a line like it's an old Fresh Prince video. Um, but no, I think, I, uh, yeah, I don't know. Um, it will be interesting to see what happens. They say yeah. that he could be out as early as October. This does take time. I mean, I, yeah. I think the earliest it can be is October first. Yeah, so, so being n- no sooner than that. Being but in the prison system is no fun. It doesn't sound like, you know, a, like, like a good time. Thought. Like if, look, if some look, of them you know what? think I haven't that, looked it up. That, Maybe there's I interviews. Mean, I'm sure like, if there's not, there's going to be interviews. You know, yeah, so weird, so wow. crazy. I'm, I'm excited to see this uh, develop. Just you know, yeah. And it was like I, I we kind of I spaced talking about though. it because last time when we recorded, yeah, they always have to be reminded of this and always think mm-hmm. about this. And it's just, I, I'm sure those people just want to live their lives, but they can't. From that moment on, they've they've always been tied to this guy, yeah, forever. Um, and we didn't really mention it last week. I, I we had so much to talk about um, when we talked about Stan and and everything, and, and it kind of we just really got into a whole bunch of stuff. I mean, we covered a lot of topics. And so it was like the day after we had recorded. So I'm kind of, we were on the cusp of going, hey, well, you know, might happen. You know, we don't know what happened. So we couldn't speculate. Came back and fucking, it's crazy <laughs> to go, hey, we're back. And OJ, I mean, like, that's just, it's so a, weird. Who, who, who would have thought if you would have, you know, we, I, we were all pretty much uh, convinced he was going to just die an old man in prison. 
and he he <laughs> fuck it's crazy <laughs> i can't wrap my brain around it for real uh, um also last week uh we had a couple um late entries uh for the listener episode and one was just a short little um entry just a quick little story from our friend uh uh tracy from the uk miss monkey face she shared yeah she shared oh, a story right. once before <laughs> oh yeah hi uh this is just Sorry. a quick uh little two minute uh story that she sent us so i wanted to play this uh so that uh, and then get your thoughts here you go well, well oops i i the button wasn't on hi guys it's tracy here i hope you're all well Thanks for doing another Listener Story podcast. Unfortunately, living in a quaint little town in the UK, I don't really get much chance for Bigfoot sightings. But I do have a story that I'd like to share with you. When my first daughter, Holly, was a few months old, we moved into a two-bedroom flat, and I set her cot up in the larger bedroom as she was going to be sleeping in her own room for the first time. The first night, she woke up around 1am... I just put this down to her being in a room on her own for the first time. She didn't want a bottle or anything, and I just stroked her face and she went back to sleep. The next night, the same thing happened. I looked at the clock and it was 1.14am. Next night, same thing happened again, exactly the same time. This was even more unusual, as she'd always slept through the night from birth. A week or so after having moved in and Holly waking up at the same time every night, I was out in the garden and I got talking to my neighbour who told me that the people who had lived in the flat before me had a little baby girl called Molly who had sadly died from cot death. Straight away I thought this was connected to my Holly waking up so that day I swapped our rooms around and put her into the smaller room and from that night on she never woke up again at that time or at all and it never affected me at all when I was in the room but I am still convinced to this day that one fourteen was the time that the other little girl had passed away and that's why Holly was waking up at the same time every night in that room. Um, would love to hear your opinion on that story and if you have the same idea as me. Um, thanks again and I'll speak to you soon, no doubt. Bye. <laughs> She's the best. I know, love <laughs> First of all, like you can just send us a story every week, please. <laughs> we love your voice, Tracy. You're the best. Um, okay, so... What do you think of that? Very interesting. I totally agree. I think Tracy's onto something with the mm-hmm. one fourteen because it's just weird to have it be the exact same time, yeah. like and days I, in a row. Yeah, I think babies are and just young children. You know, like we've said, as a religious term, people say the veil hasn't been lifted or whatever. Yeah, it may be that, right. the, they're like the more sensitive. The, yeah, to the the other. The, I guess the spiritual dimensions or whatever. The other it may, side, where, yeah, right. whatever it may be. Mm-hmm. So I think that there's a chance that maybe sometimes. They kind of have the same insight that animals do, maybe mm-hmm. even like can see things right. like animals see or sense um, sense disturbances at least in energy, yeah, right? Or just are very very uh, sensitive to it. Alternate theory: What if I'm just going to throw this out there, right? What if the the previous baby, Molly, right? That was the previous baby. What if it didn't die? from a cough what if it died from paranormal reasons and it was this energy that was coming after her baby oh that's creepy like a residual so haunting ins- or whatever huh Ooh. so instead of a instead of a cough this spirit had like been affecting this baby or making it not be able to breathe it's something that wouldn't be strong enough to affect an adult an adult but could go, and after, could go after a child and was and was rooted in this spot 
you the know, name I'm, connection is very weird. The Molly, Molly and Holly thing. is interesting no, too. Molly and I don't, I don't know if she told us how long ago that happened that the other baby had passed away. Right, the time frame. Like because I would believe it was a long time ago. They they would pass away of coughs and things like that before. Well, but the neighbors seem to know about it. Oh, yeah. So, so probably, I mean, it probably wasn't local legend. Okay. Back in the fucking 1600s, they say <laughs> a baby died in that very, that very room. At night, they say you can still hear its cries. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry. Excuse me. I apologize yeah, for that. Yeah, that was just right into the microphone. Yeah, it was. <laughs> I tried. I'm leaning Gosh. back in the chair and I couldn't get away. I feel like the effort was made to put it I into the microphone, it not away. I just tried to move. I can't move much. It's not, it's not any. Listen. I, I apologize. <laughs> had no more. I had no room to move. Um, we also had an email from our friend uh, Kara Tucker, who is a, a, a great listener, uh, a good friend. And she she sent this email that's got a few stories in it. So I'll Ooh, read I'm this. So she gave excited. me uh, permission to read this. So this is interesting. She starts out by saying, hey, guys, I want to start by saying thank you. Uh, for everything that you do, the podcast is my number one favorite. So well done, and I've been intensely fans, fangirling since the beginning. Uh, anyway, I have some really great stories for you guys, and you can pick and choose as you see fit. And I was just like, well, I'm going to use all three. <laughs> awesome. Yes. <laughs> she, and she writes, We spent this past weekend with some friends down in Joseph, Utah, which is a town of about 300 people. I'm not super familiar where Joseph, Utah is. If one of you want to maybe find out where that is in Utah, we'll figure that out. The county is mainly farmland surrounded by incredible mountain vistas, but also has a rich Native American history of numerous nomadic tribes along with Anasazi and Navajo. One of our friends, Terry, is a retired police officer and Utah Highway Patrolman, and since being there, brings to mind your typical settings for stories of crop circles or burial grounds and myths and legends. As we were sitting around the patio one night, I thought I would ask him if he had had any unexplainable experiences happen during his years on duty. Keep in mind, I was hoping for a story, but I really didn't expect anything. Terry is your typical horse-riding good old boy. Salt of the earth, Vietnam veteran, deeply conservative, and not really the type to spin tales or even exaggerate. He stated that he had had two occurrences that he still can't get past. Years back, the police department received a call that there was something happening to a local man's cattle. When the farmer called it in, he described it as, quote, mutilation, and Terry and his partner set out to investigate when they got there they saw that a couple female cows had had their genitalia completely removed. Terry said that it appeared to have been done with surgical precision, as though the cuts had been performed with a scalpel. No bite marks, no scratch marks, no signs of an animal involvement. In fact, no sign of anyone simply removed with no evidence of the parts anywhere nearby. Literally taken. He stated that the site itself was chilling enough. That kind of thing just doesn't happen down there. But the thing that still keeps him guessing about it was that there were absolutely no tracks of any kind. No footprints, no tire tread, no sign of arrival or departure aside from the tracks leading to the farmer's vehicle parked at the scene. No answers. Over a three-month period, they received eight calls from this farmer, and it was always the same. A couple cows and no clues. When I asked him what he thought it was, when I asked him what he thought it was, he had no answer. He said he couldn't even speculate as to what it could have been. That's terrifying. I don't like that. I don't like that you know, at all. I think it's okay. So let's <sighs> let's let's go through, and I, I want to read her other stories here too. But 
I want to go through the the typical checklist of cattle mutilations, right? Most people will say that that the the soft tissues, genitalia, the eyes, eyes, the, the tongue, mouth, the lips are typically the first to be yeah. eaten by predators. Yeah. He says, "Okay, check. This is I'm going to say he's a good old boy, probably knows what an animal attack looks like." If oh, he's, yeah, if he's sure. not seeing bites and scratches and other things that right. make this thing, if he yeah. thinks that, and especially like it's, it is interesting if he says it's just the genitalia. That is so weird. Because, you know, there is no practical reason for anything to just take a cow's vagina. Jack the Ripper. <laughs> <laughs> the Roper. Uh, <laughs> I, yeah, I don't know. I mean, it, you know, and if you say, okay, this is alien, you know, then this ties in with everything we talk about with Stan and all this disclosure and this stuff where it's like these things are breeding with us or taking creatures and figuring out like how their their vaginas work or their, you know, their reproductive organs or whatever. I don't know. I mean, that's creepy. And I feel like. But why is it always cows? Again, to I, me, that, again, we've talked about this, that it, it kind of sounds like it could be government. That, you know, takes yeah. these animals that they're either checking for if there's any kind of, um, like, nuclear or any kind of uh, some uh, what, traces in the environment or if there's, you know, impurities in the water or the food or, like, yeah. you know, like, the radiation maybe in the area from, from fallout and things like that. But it seems like why... It, it would al- it would almost be an act. It couldn't be an accident that an alien always comes in and gets a cow. Right. You know, they wouldn't just stumble on a cow all the well, time. And but- to me, it seems like they they know to seek them out, or yeah. or it's the government and they they take them. Yeah, I do wonder about that's an interesting thing because they don't have. Have you? I mean, maybe there's stories of it, but like horse mutilation, I, you never really hear of elephant that. mutilation cows, or right? like a giraffe. And they're usually just in the middle of nowhere. I looked right. up Joseph, Utah, and it's like right in the middle, kind of southern part of Utah. Like I'm sure there's like nothing down else nothing around. around. Yeah, like down towards like, Nevada. No, it's like uh, right in the middle of Utah, ooh, oh, like okay. just on the Boom. south part. Okay. Yeah, so Boom. yeah, there's right there. nothing like, there. Oh, whole like perfect place for aliens to land. I'm sure whole western part of Utah. I like know nothing about. Yeah, there's there's, there's like, whole parts of the state. I yeah, you couldn't there's tell like, me. Your friend was telling about. us there's like parts of the state that like are even kind of off the map, and it's where like all the convicts go. And he would have to go take oh Jesus papers to serve him out <laughs> yeah. there. I'm trying to remember, like in like was it Bodie or something like, like that? There was, so, there was something. something. Oh you no, Bodie's that place. Places. It's like the 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 haunted the ghost town or yeah, whatever. Yeah, but there's like a place mm-hmm. out there. He, anyways, but I don't I don't know. That's that's interesting to me. And I again I feel like that if you're a guy who's a hunter, you're a country boy. You've been out there. You've, mm-hmm. you've seen it. You've cut a deer open. Yep. You've cut an animal. You know what cuts look like. You know what blades look like. You know, to me, again, trusting a cop, a, a vet. A person who's been in war, a person who's seen damage and seen things. I would assume you would know the difference between something that looks like, oh, I can clearly know what that is versus yeah. I, I can't explain what took this cow's vagina into the sky. Maybe aliens <laughs> so use crazy. it to, like, actually incubate births. Like you know, they like, put... Like they, they just actually use the uterus. Like, in it, the uterus is like a standalone incubator that they put eggs in, you know, that, Could that be. would kind of... Then how's because how long does a cow gestate for? I have no idea. I don't know. Me either. Anyways, I don't know. We're getting weird. Yeah, but no, it's, it, but I don't know. But I don't it's know. Weird. I mean, it's no. I know. I know. Oh, so there's more stories. You said. Okay. Here's another story from this same guy. Okay, this this one's fucking interesting. 
There was another case where the police force was looking for two missing people in the area. They had been trying to track them down for over a week with absolutely no leads, and the families were getting desperate. Terry's boss says to him that a local Anasazi medicine man has offered to help locate these people. If they'd be willing to take him to a location he said was sacred to his people, where he could perform a ritual. Terry didn't believe anything would come of it, but agreed that at this point there was no other information coming in, so why not? It's early evening when he and his partner drive the medicine man up one of the mountain ranges to a plateau as directed, and the man gets out of the car. They watch as the man pulls a large clear crystal out of his bag and begins chanting. The chanting gets louder, and the medicine man is beginning to shake his arms. Terry is thinking that this is a pretty strange situation, when he said that the chanting suddenly stops, and in the medicine man's hands, the crystal emits a bright light. In the crystal is an image of a cave with two dark spots in it. The medicine man tells the officers that the two black spots are represent the, pe- the people he is looking for and tells them exactly where the cave is. During his telling of the story, I assume the medicine man told them what he was reading in the crystal, but Terry said, it clarified, he saw that image. He and his partner could clearly see the image in the crystal. And this was in the middle of nowhere. No lights around. The car was off. There is no mistaking the light came from the crystal in his hand and an image came through. It's beyond any exploration he could give. They radioed in the information they received and the people were found exactly where the medicine man said they were. Wow, that's like mm. sci-fi movie. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like transmitting messages now here's, through crystals. Here's, I'm going to play devil's advocate. Now, I th- I'm not saying Terry's telling, tell, not telling the truth. I, I believe this could happen. But if this is something that could happen, why are there any missing people? More crystals. Why can't we get yeah. this Anasazi messy man to like, <laughs> why is he picking these couples? Like, honestly, like... That's my only thing about this is why are there any missing people then? Yeah. Does it have to be in this area? Does he is he limited to a certain search area? I, I mean, I want to believe this story. I really do. I think it's I think it's a really cool story. And I believe this man saw something. And I, I mean it, it's a crazy thing. I mean, if if this really happened and there's police records that an Anasazi medicine man took, he went out with him, him and his partner, and then radioed in and these bodies were then found. Then I have no explanation. However, I guess even if that happened, I want to know why it doesn't happen all the time. Like, why isn't this guy helping with all the missing people? Maybe that's the only place the crystal has like reception. Right, but could (laughs) like you? Fine, if my kid's missing, fucking, I'll go. Yeah, I'll go. I'll go to the him and be like, "Crystal, can you?" There'd be a fucking lineup. This guy'd be like, "Got crystal, crystal healings." Yeah. (laughs) Maybe it was like a one-time inspiration that this guy had. Yeah, I don't know. He wasn't like known for that, or I don't know. Maybe he was. Maybe he has helped other people. See, these are the questions I have. I don't question the validity of the story. (laughs) That's that's what we are here. It's like, oh, Uh, sure, no, I believe that you saw something in the crystal. That's not what I'm. I'm concerned about <laughs> yeah the the supernatural elements of this story are all seem to line up for me i'm just wondering why this hasn't happened all the time so yeah it seems like a valuable reference it does seem like a valuable reference um i don't know so check this out okay i checked i looked up how long a cow gestates for oh and it says that it gestates anywhere from 279 to 287 days um it said 283 days is common and it will vary depending on the breed and then I looked up how long a human is. I know that it's like 40 weeks or what have you, so 9 to 10 months, but it is 280 days. Ooh. So they almost just as long as a human. 
Maybe that's So why. I wonder if like they will do what that. They need a cow just... uterus. Yeah. And maybe maybe like a cow uterus that's is like they... bigger so they can grow like a More big kids. alien hybrid baby. <laughs> I don't know. You're talking. So weird. You know what? Though? It's very crazy. <laughs> but but again, the gestation like, what numbers you just are said is the craziest thing. That <laughs> right. like I'm gonna look at you right now, and this is gonna go in. This is gonna go in and be in keeping with what we're talking about today. About how like depend where your mind is really kind of clarifies what is is crazy or not yep. to you. But what you just said was maybe the aliens are coming down and stealing cow uteruses to grow hybrid children in space. And I looked at you and went, you know what? That makes a lot of fucking sense. Like, like there was no part of me. There was no part of me that was like, Jesus Christ, we're fucking adults here. Like, it was was me just going, yeah, it's a good idea. Fuck, oh my God, they're stealing cow vaginas and growing us. Yeah, like... That's so. I mean, oh, look. that weird sheep baby thing. Yeah, came from. Right there, <laughs> kill me. Um, oh, I, God. I, but that's the thing, right? It, we're all, we're all. Part of us is all it wants to believe in something crazy or big or or larger than us. We all want to believe that we're part of something larger, and I have no problem with that. I want to preface today's episode and topic by saying that I have no problem. None of us do. I think I speak for all of us here when I say I have no problem what people want to believe in. I think that person's belief system, as long as it is a positive thing and gets you closer and elevates you to something, it's fine. I won't make fun of your belief system. And I think within every belief system, within every religion, there is extremists and there are just good earnest people who are looking for something to believe in Mm -hmm. people who may have gotten trapped in it or born into it right so just because somebody is a something we've talked about things like polygamy before or this that and the other it doesn't mean that they are a crazy person or that what they believe is wrong or anything like that right because everybody believes in something crazy but so, to, so going into today's episode, I want to preface this by saying we are not making fun of anybody's beliefs. I, am, I want to focus on the dangerous aspects of what beliefs do to people. And, um, and I think that this is a perfect way to kind of look at all of that. And uh, I guess that's, you know, the, the best way of, of anything of introducing uh, today's topic, which is uh, Scientology. Now... Right, and we all kind of y'all feel that. Yay. You know why? Because I realized that I'm going to have to talk about Tom Cruise. No. And I'm this so, is the perfect. I'm the perfect so topic. Goddamn upset about it. We're going to talk about him a lot. Yeah, he's going to no. be. He's going to come up a lot today. Yes. You know what? At least it's me bashing him though. Right. Calling know, him a freaking psycho. Yeah. Yeah. We're fine. not bashing Scientology. We're going to be bashing Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise you know what? mostly. I, it doesn't even. Have, I don't even. I just don't. Yeah, it does, yeah. Uh, I never even knew that he was a Scientologist. Or really much. Now I'm not. Until like, I don't mean. Yeah, ten years. Ago. I mean, oh, like, yeah, yeah until I was like out of high school mm-hmm. and stuff like that. I, but I, I'm saying like I didn't know any of that stuff, and it had nothing to do with my strong Hatred dislike for him. For him. Yes, <laughs> it's like it doesn't matter yes. what he is. So it's unrelated. He's They're Tom unrelated, Cruise. but yeah. this sh- it does aid it. Yeah, and we've watched, and I will say also, I'm cringing because we've watched a lot about Scientology <laughs> yeah. this week, I did and too. Scientology. Um, you know, there is there is this kind of intimidation factor that we're going to talk about. And look, I, I, I don't want to spend a lot of time, and we'll explain it, in fact, right up front, 
will explain this about what Scientologists believe. I think we've all kind of heard the stories. And, and for those Watch of you that South haven't, we've Yeah, that exactly. episode of South Park <laughs> right. is the best. And again, look, I don't want to be like, look, let's spend a whole bunch of time, you know, talking about the volcano and the Thetans. And, because <laughs> the, at the end of the day, what they believe is as silly plausible anyhow. or plausible or as any religion as anything yes. as, yeah. a, as, yeah. a, as totally. a woman getting Let's pregnant from a ghost as yep. a man separating the ocean or yep. any of the stories in the bible i mean they all take a a level of separating yourself from There's reality always yeah. a supernatural element that people just go for like it's exactly completely true right and and the, and that's one of the funny things about religion is that people go, oh, those people and their beliefs. Oh, they're so crazy. They're <laughs> insane. While they believe whatever the fuck they believe. Yeah. You know, I mean, everybody has something ridiculous they believe. Even there's even people who think that just saying, hey, look, love everybody, accept everybody. That's crazy. We need to, you know, look, somebody's always <laughs> not gonna, everyone. Not everyone. You can't beat everybody. Yeah. <laughs> not, what about well, those people <laughs> over there? Well, we'll accept them. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I mean, that's really that's really what most religions are, right? That and we've dis- we've discussed this, but Scientology is also famous for um, being notoriously hard to leave. Uh, yes. being hiding members, taking members, stealing members, keeping members against their will, um, harassing ex-members, harassing members' families, separating families, um, abusing people, uh, you know, uh, lawsuits, deaths even, mysterious. Uh, you know, there's so much to this. And so I kind of, you know, want to just kind of, let's just start at the beginning and then we'll just kind of talk about some of these things as the they go on. there was life. But in the beginning, there was a science fiction writer <laughs> named L. Ron Hubbard, who, um, you know, we, we by the way, I, we Google or we, we were looking through YouTube trying to find all these things. And I, I and there's so many like L. Ron Hubbard documentaries, but they were all an hour and a half long. And I did not want to watch this, the, anything, you know, like for an hour and a half. I, that we had a lot of stuff to watch. Um, and so I tried to find one. And we watched one that was like 10 minutes long. And it was the biggest propaganda. It was like a man who's he was the first to scale the mountains like of Kilimanjaro. Like being, I don't. I, I swear, it says something about him predating uh, Columbus or something. Yeah, like, like, and I'm meeting like, what? some people, and then like he was How is that he was on discoveries <laughs> of Antarctica. <laughs> he was the first person to go across. Like it really. I seemed, don't know what we watched. But I don't know. <laughs> I was, to be honest, I I really I'm more I am more concerned with what. Scientology is today than where it was. Like we understand yes. that Hubbard in the fifties, Hubbard wrote a book called Dianetics, and it was essentially this guidebook to what became Scientology. Um, it kind of claimed it was a self help book. Do you guys remember the commercials for Dianetics, like from the eighties? I don't. <laughs> I don't. It was just a volcano like exploding and then it said Dianetics. <laughs> and I was always so curious as to what that was. I think I I think Dante's I had, I think it played I had like a copy. weird music. It was like I think I had a copy of Dianetics at one point. Uh-huh. And what? I remember Where because did you read I, it? Well, when I was look, when I was when I got out of high school, it was 1995 and I worked in a music store with a bunch of like hippies and and, you know, older guys that were in their 20s. And they all, at that point, because the internet didn't exist, it was more like 
dude, have you read this? You know, do you know who Hunter S. Thompson is? Have you read On the Road by Kerouac? Have you read, do you know who Allen Ginsberg is? And they were telling me all about like, these beat poets and writers yeah. and different things. and Good books. Yeah, books that were like that. people would write all <laughs> these different things. And so I was always into like different books. And I remember one of them was like, like we're passing it around the store or something. And I remember going, I'd heard about it and and I started reading it and it was like bizarre and really really hard to digest like hard to get into it was i it wasn't like an entertaining book or anything like that it was just really and there was like exercises you know they teach you how to do the auditing and stuff like that it's it's bizarre stuff it's it's weird and then it's like when you really learn about how their how their process is that's laid out you you kind of I guess that's the ultimate thing about Scientology, right? Is you're not trying to get closer to God. There is no God part of this, right? I think they just think it's achieving your best self, if I'm not yeah, mistaken. Yeah, right. So, yeah. And, and I think even Tom, Tom Cruise points that out. He goes, you can be a Christian and be a Scientologist. You can mm-hmm. be a... Except that when you're in Scientology, it's then, not like you yeah. can leave and go to a Catholic church yeah. on Sunday church. and go to Mass <laughs> and then come back to Scientology. It, it really isn't. It's more like a... A devotion of your entire life. Complete loyalty. Complete like, it loyalty. demands complete loyalty no. and unquestionable loyalty. So, and you have to turn in other people, which I think is kind of creepy. So, like, if someone adults, you know tattling, is like, we, yeah, yeah, we saw that you whole have thing. to write they're a report on, on them and be like, they're having questions. Yeah. Like, and then they have to get like audited for it. Now, okay, so let's. Lots of tattling. So, so Elron, go ahead. I have a question for you. Okay, so can they not. Do, okay, when you join Scientology, mm-hmm. do you have to live w- within one of their buildings? No, no. I think you get up to a level where you do. Like if you join the Sea Org or something. Yes. I think then you get into a level. Well, like, you know, the giant b- yeah, they building. Have... Like, what? why is it so big? Like, what does it house? What's it housing? <laughs> are there people that live there? Like, what? I don't what, know. That's a good is, question because everybody that's been, that I've seen... From watching these that was interviewed they lived in one of the facilities because they yeah. like to escape they had to like escape the facility right well, right and so I, like why are they there well i think that it depends on who you are yeah i think scientology preys on people who are looking for something in life i mean the, one of the things that they talked about in and and look i don't think that that any sort of organization should prey on anyone i think that's a that's a terrible mentality I think that looking to help people is one thing, but they find people, it seems, that they have like these celebrity centers, right? In fact, they have something called the Celebrity Center, and they'll, they'll put people, recruiters, out by where people are getting off buses or where people are getting off the train, you know, where people are just getting to town and they don't have anything and they're going to go find an apartment, buy gum, you know, so people who are trying to get their dreams, they go, hey. You know, uh, you want to come down to the Celebrity Center? It's where Tom Cruise hangs out and Will Smith. Maybe you'll hang out with... And people go, cool, I want to be part of this whole thing. And then they go down there. And then I'm assuming that they, in the beginning, they really butter people up. And then... Oh, yeah, show them all the good things. And then they go, well, well, I'd love to do it. I don't have any money. And they go, well, tell you what. Look, why don't you stay here? We have extra rooms. We'll give you we'll give you work. We'll give you a job. And then, you know, you go out and do your, do your stuff, and, and maybe you'll run into some people here to help you in the industry. And they show them these, career, these videos of all the famous people who've come through, and they're doing great, and they build people up. And then, like we talked about, now you've lived there for six months. You owe them 
they they you every day to day everybody you've met all the all your entire life everything you do your work all of it is about Scientology you're constantly being watched and before you know it you are into that facility you are part of that religion and you can't get out and then and and then you know there are some people yeah who are but think about this and I I I guarantee there is never a time that Tom Cruise is at his house that there is not somebody from the church there. Oh, for sure. I guarantee Constantly that the security at his, church, at his house oh, oh, are yes. Scientologists. Mm-hmm. I guarantee that he is video monitored and, and, and watched by security from the church. I guarantee that all of them are. I guarantee their bodyguards are hired by Scientology. Mm-hmm. All the people we saw in those documentaries that were that were harassing ex-members, and they, mm-hmm. he'd look over and he'd, just t- he'd, he'd ask the cameraman, who are you? And you got these people just hired me. You're hired by Scientology to do yep. a job, and they say, don't ask questions, here's a lot of money. Because mm-hmm. they've got tons of but it. Then, but then the one guy was like, the one cameraman was super smug with him, and yeah. like he was giving him that really gross grin, yeah. you know? And he was the same one that was with the other lady that he ran yeah, into. Yeah, when he's like, I know you. And he was like, yeah, that He's like, well, these guys hired me this time. Yeah. yeah, he was such a dick. And so I, I think that, like, they're probably... I mean, but like you said, the, a lot of them are Hollywood um, members and they have access to uh, film crews and cameramen. Right. And, and that's why their whole uh, thing looks like a giant Hollywood production. Well, they you know, have their, their ceremonies own, like, or with the they, lighting. They have their and the, own production, the, production studio. Seriously. Think about this. Crazy. Think about this. People go, okay, famous Scientologist, right? Now, now we... If you go out, and I, I highly suggest you do this. Look, we're not we're not going to give you every ounce of information. I, I think about that sometimes, and I'm, I go, well, I don't want to go. And, well, in 1950, L. Ron Hubbard wrote. <laughs> no, look, he 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 wrote Dianetics. It was in the 50s. It became it was a system, a self help system, like you said, Danny, and it it became a book, and that book kind of became the the foundation for Scientology, a religious movement. Um, his his tactics. For getting people in, this auditing process um, is a strange and interesting process. Most of you have probably seen uh, some version of an auditing meter, whether it's been in in a, in a documentary about Scientology or a movie. Um, it's Always Sunny in Philadelphia did the episode with the little meter. Yeah, your your stress levels, Charlie. Yeah, you know <laughs> he needs um, the juice. He needs the berries. Yeah, it's <laughs> oh. it's 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 pretty much. It's pretty much, uh, you know, somebody sits on one side and looks at a needle, and somebody sits on the other side holding two rods and electricity passes through your body that you yeah. can't fill, but the needle can pick up on it. The idea is, is you sit across from somebody and they ask you all these questions, some that don't mean anything, just, you know, these questions like, do, do fish swim? Do birds fly? What is your name? Yeah, it's kind of like Are, a, a low-quality uh, polygraph test, essentially. It's, it's just it, kind of... Yeah. Tips them off to when there's any kind of electromagnetic response within your body to either anything you're saying or any, I guess, stimuli in the question or the room, I guess. And I guess the idea is that they will then, they want you, and this want. is a, they want you. That was a, a They J-U. want you, listen, they, they want, want you, you to put some, <laughs> put some cool whip. What am I saying? What am Brian? I just want some cool whip. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I don't know why I said it that way. Right. Sounding great. They want, um, but they do. They want. Uh, they they kind of want people's darkest secrets. 
right? It's it's like it's like Catholicism, except that they do it face to face. And instead of going in and going, "Hey, here's my sins. I'm sorry," and they go, "I'm all right. Go here's your thing. Go and thanks you for getting off that uh, getting off your chest." They go, "Look, look a stranger in the eye, and eventually you're going to tell them something. What is something you feel bad about? And you'll tell them that. And then the idea is that you'll talk about it, and then you'll get the needle to go to the zero or flat up or whatever it is. And at that point, you've cleared that. Yeah, that, once the needle's memory. in the right yeah. spot when you're talking about your memory from your past that's causing you pain, then you're over it and you're clear. And that's essentially what this this religion is based on for the, the basic outline is that, and, and I guess you don't, we all know this now, like it's not secret anymore um, because like South Park talked about this. In fact, South Park, there was that whole thing and we were talking about this earlier because Isaac Hayes, the guy, hello children, the guy who plays Chef, yeah. he was... Um, a staunch Scientologist, and they did this episode about Scientology, and he was like, hey, mm-hmm. man, you can't do this mm-hmm. about my religion, and left the show because of it, and then they mm-hmm. made the whole episode where they killed Chef, and they made him a child molester by just using <laughs> pieces of existing dialogue, <laughs> and it was like, hello, children, I want to lick your balls. You know, it's just, it was it was the most ridiculous thing ever, and but but everybody saw that and went, is that really what they fucking believe? And you know what? Whatever. Again, and it has the disclaimer on the th- South Park is, video. This is literally what they believe. <laughs> but essentially what it is is that uh, years and years ago there was this uh, intergalactic war and there was this war leader named uh, Zenu. And Zenu flew all of the, the – he had all of the trapped bad aliens in the world. What was it? He trapped yeah. them in boxes. Yeah. And then yeah. he dumped them into a volcano in Hawaii – which yeah. exploded, blowing mm-hmm. all of the alien space ghosts yeah. out into the into the <laughs> and world, making and them into thetans. Thetans, which attach to us, uh-huh. and that's what these negative energies are. Is that yes. what it is? Any, any and we're the trying to like emotions and stuff that we so feel are, are yeah. thetans, yeah. and we have to clear them. And eventually, as you go through this process from a very first audit all the way up to what I guess is an OT eight, which there's only one. Right, isn't it? Miscavige is the only one, or uh, right yeah, now, yeah, I think so. Uh, the I'm head of the sure. church, Hubbard, may have been the only one. Not even Tom. Tom Cruise is like OT seven. I think OT eight <laughs> yeah. is the top. I and think when he wants to be the su- successor. I think he's going to really fucking do. invent a new OT. I at some really point. do. Like, I, I God, it would get crazy if he I was would, in charge. I, I fuck. Who knows? Don't don't even. Think I about thought it. it was crazy that David Miscavige took it over when he was twenty two years old. Yeah, and we'll get I'm to like, Miscavige. Oh my god. Yeah. We'll get to him so in a second, young. but when you get to OT8, the idea is is that you have you will achieve powers like like legitimate oh, telekinesis. Telekinesis. You're going to be able to move, move things, things with really? your mind. Yeah. Yes. So Tom Cruise. <gasps> I'm going now. I'm not. I, again, I'm not making fun of this. I'm saying this. I'm stating this as a fact. Yes. And this is no more ridiculous than than saying my parents who are LDS believe that they're gonna go live in a space house made of clouds with jesus in full clothes i don't understand it dad um (laughs) but but he believes that when he achieves the next level of ot8 he believes this that he is going (laughs) danny's laughing (laughs) he believes that he is going to have telekinesis Mm -hmm. superpowers Mm -hmm. and he has spent millions and millions of dollars to get there that's the other thing is that every level of these 
to, to go through this. To and go up the bridge. Like, the, that's uh, what you got to go. The bridge. Yeah. The bridge. It's like the bridge freedom. to total freedom. freedom. Mm-hmm. And it's this enlightenment bridge. And, and so each, like, level, you have to pay for that education I mean, on even that the level auditing, to move right? up. Is that yeah, three, you have three to pay grand for auditing. session or yeah. take, You have to take classes. Yes. You have to, you mm-hmm. pointed out when There's they showed. a lot of school. Because Leah Remini, um, King of Queens, she's been in a bunch of movies. Mm-hmm. She's notoriously famous for having left. She has a show, as a matter of fact. I want yeah. you to tell me about it because we didn't, we didn't watch much. I don't of even that. remember the name of her show. It's called, like, like Leah leaving, Remini, leaving, leaving Scientology. Yeah, leaving Scientology. Um, but she sh- she was doing an interview in one of the videos we watched, and her room of the Scientology books. Oh, she oh was a hundred percent into it. Like How she many paid for she had hundreds and hundreds of books. She so, said millions of dollars just on the books. Like, oh yeah, just, yeah. yeah. I mean, because every time, I mean, like I think every level there's like probably four books to the company that right. you have to you have to purchase all of them. Plus all of your auditing that you're doing. I mean, they make you audit. Like some people and are auditing every day, and that costs you. I think it's like a thousand to three grand a session. I I can't remember, but it it is. And you have like assignments dollars. for the church too. Yes. So and, like and, you and have again, to work for it. She most was of going those to do people that. live the there. Yeah. Right. They mm-hmm. live there. They dedicate their lives to it. Because again, look. Yeah. Okay. Feel free to leave and have nothing. But you can't really leave because they're not going to let you. Because yeah. before you can leave, and if they're thinking about leaving, then they take you to these descent camps and they like reprogram people, which probably rehab. cost them more. Yeah, it does cost them money. So go through the rehab, you're, and then you're you're getting in debt. And it's like, look, I understand, and and I'll compare it to my parents because, like I said, my parents are LDS, my parents are Mormons, and people look at Mormons and go, "It's a cult, it's a crazy mm-hmm. thing." And and I can look at a lot of the practices that my parents do. My parents do give 10% of their income, pay tithing. My dad has for as long as he has. And I think of all that money that my dad's given to the church. And my dad's just given it mm-hmm. every month, thick or thin. Uh, I think of, um, you know, all of the, the church um, the literature and acti- right. All I mean, the- like when you get a calling and again, and you like pay it, for it, a mission. It is, you know, and yes, that's true. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a service aspect where I think is respectable for any religion when they mm-hmm. do things like that and the selfishness of your time and your help and doing what you can to make the it's world the a better place. service of others, right, yes. as it should be. But, I mean, a lot of the time these people have callings and, t- and it can take up a few nights a week or, I mean, like if you're the bishop, your dad's the bishop. I yeah, mean, he, he spends a lot of time doing that. Tons mm-hmm. of activities. kind of becomes a second job to them. Right. So yeah, I agree. There, there often is that where you do work and give a lot of your time right. freely uh, to the church. But I will say, my dad and mom, in the entirety of their religious tenure, have never been required to buy a book. My parents have never had anybody come to the house and yeah. say, you have to spend $1,000 on all of the new manuals this month. My parents have never had anybody, you know, it's never been, I've never sensed that kind of like, Anger that I saw in Scientologists, oh, yeah. that defensive oh, yeah. nature. Even if, and I thought about this, we well, talked about so this. there's so much control. I mean, right. it's just insane. And like with, with LDS and like a lot of the people I know who are Mormon, there's also the ability to like be Jack Mormons, as they're called, yeah, where they just kind of go to church off and on. And like, it's, it's not like if some you tattle, they're going to put you in some place. Yeah, it's like, it's really, it can be a laid back type thing too. Yeah, but I, with Scientology, yeah. you're... 
any kind of it's questions. Or you... I would like to enter more of how you see some of the FLDS people, the polygamists. Yeah. The FLDS living. is a lot closer to yes. Scientology you know, because living, of the, the control yes, issue. But that... It's almost like the military mm-hmm. in a sense, too. Well, that's where... where he got it from because he was in the Navy. He was, right. And that's why it's the Sea Org and well, they all look like Navy people in yeah. their high-up gear. Well, and some people actually have pointed out the similarities between the auditing process and the actual interrogation in, uh, techniques that the CIA uses. Mm-hmm. Um, there was uh, there was a video pointing out that that if you look at the uh, um, the CIA uh, counterintelligence manual and it going through the steps of of an interrogation, that it matches up. In fact, almost in some places, word for word, literally mirroring the manual of just in in versus in in I'm interrogating somebody or. I'm auditing someone. You're like yeah. the the the, yeah. the wording is not as harsh, but the 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 system is still the same. It's like the of, Alice in Wonderland thing, right? Just just getting people to like you know answer stupid questions or read dialogue from Alice in Wonderland without rea- having a reaction mm-hmm. to it. It's basically gauging a person's emotional, you know. Mm-hmm. I guess getting a profile, profiling yeah. them. Yeah, it's and, totally profiling. Yeah, and and so, and then they can learn how to control them better by profiling them. Right. Oh. And then in and then in his approach, he has something that he an exercise he called Alice in Wonderland or something like that. Right. So it shows almost a direct um, reference or you know a, a knowledge of the practices that the military employed for interrogation and things like that or mind control. Yeah, it's you total know? mind control. Yes. And I mean, I guess you know that's the thing is that it's like. People think to themselves, and I, I guarantee there's people out there right now going, "Look, how do these people? How do these? Pe- how do you even get there?" Well, <laughs> of course, you don't understand. Like, I, some people just are in a place where they're just like, "You guys will care. Mm-hmm. You guys oh, will help me." They I help nobody- a lot with like social like manipulation because instantly you have all these friends, you have this new family, right. you like work with everyone, and, and you all th- believe the same thing. And I think that there's like that whole idea that like they really parade their celebrities around oh that's very intentional it's kind of like look if you get into scientology Mm -hmm. maybe you'll you'll see will smith at church no you won't and not to mention (laughs) that if you look at it you know within this church that is essentially uh, a place where you buy your position within the church you don't see any broke ass dudes who are at the top you know right under miscavige like Hey, I'm I'm one of the top officials, and I'm just a, I made it. I, I'm just a nobody yeah. from from the Bronx or yeah, nobody's wherever. working there. It, they're always the elite. They're the celebrities. Right. I mean, so it, it is not something that has ever uh, seemed to favor the uh, the underdog. Right? Yeah. No, never, you doesn't. never see them. There's no <laughs> equality. Let's put it that right. way. You yeah. see the divide. You see the separation that money is um, influencing within that religion. But it. But isn't it at the end of the day? Um, and when you really look at, at, you know, if you have a lot of money, then you're going to be able to afford these because you're going to be able to move up. You're going to be able to keep moving. That's what I'm saying. Right. And and that you don't, it's not, they're they're lying to you about the opportunity. They're, and, they're saying anyone can do this. Anyone can reach the top. But you never see an example of just, you know, um, Joe Schmo doing that. It's the celebrities who are up there. They're, right. The wealthy people. And let's be fair. Even if you can afford to get to the top, and let's see, in that in that documentary, they said that it, to get to the top, it could cost anywhere around two million dollars. Yeah, oh my god. So so yeah, even a fucking dentist, right, who's yeah. doing right. well, can get to the fucking top, can right. get to an OT seven. 
But they but, never parade those people around. And at the same time, though, that person also can't be Tom Cruise and donate $50 million yeah. for your new church, for your new right. fucking building, for your new thing. Yep. Unless you have that kind of money. Yeah. And, and that's another thing. And I was going to say this. We, we look at Tom Cruise. We look at Will Smith. We look at John Travolta. Those are the people that we know that are big names in, in Scientology. And you go, you know what? That's, that's great. And, and we all know them. They succeeded. However, I don't think people take into account that because this is such a thing, especially in Los Angeles, especially in Hollywood, that there are probably people like you and I, people, you know, uh, just laymen and minions, we probably wouldn't understand that, that the rest of that congregation is probably also made up of lighting guys and producers mm-hmm. and writers mm-hmm. and studio heads and casting directors and all the people. Like, I guarantee that if you come down there, and especially since they are targeting, having things called the Celebrity Center, targeting people who want to be in the industry, having videos and recruitment things basically around this kind of, this kind of subject, that then they go... Oh, well, we'll introduce the casting director. If you leave, we'll tell this casting director and that yeah. casting director and all these people. And yeah. guess what? You'll never work in this fucking town again. Mm-hmm. And unless you're Leah Remini, who's been in things and who has a reputation, who's got 50 credits to her name and a series that was on for 12 years and, and people willing to listen, I guarantee that you, she probably walked into to, you know, business meetings sometimes and looked at executive board members and there's a Scientologist and there's a Scientologist and they're just looking at her like, yeah, no way. <laughs> you know, we you know we're not going to discuss our religion here. But no, thanks. Oh you know, goodness. I mean, you, you have to think this isn't just about the the five big celebrities you've mm-hmm. seen. This is a fucking industry that is probably crawling with people who are all and and like we said, when you look into Scientology, when you look into the way they be, they behave against people trying to film them, against people trying to come out against them, against mm-hmm. ex members. Just people who they're want a little to defensive. <laughs> little defensive. Right. Just speak to them. People just who just want to ask a question. Ask they go like instantly from like zero mm-hmm. to like a right. thousand. Which so. is what they were taught, though. I mean, that was one of uh, Hubbard's teachings: was that if you are criticized or if anything is said against you, that you are uh, not to defend yourself. You are actually to attack. Yeah. Literally attack. <laughs> yeah, uh, and they do it in every form of the meaning. They will. They, they crowd your Anything. personal space, yeah. they get in your face, you know, they call say you. all kinds of things. They'll say, I mean, horrible things. They'll, like, accuse you of being just the most horrible human just because you ask them a question. And, that's because you're an SP. You're not even a real person. Yeah, they, they that's to, how they believe. Everything they go to is, you know, that you must be a sinner because you wouldn't ask questions if you weren't. You know, you have your own. That's, like, their go-to It's gaslighting. Line. It's totally gaslighting. It's, like, the religion ridiculous. teaches people to gaslight. It's right. crazy. But. It's, it's deferment. It's, it's, and, and it's, it's absolutely, um, like, relentless. Yeah. It, it would just be to that point where you're like, it's like somebody just being in your face going, don't, I'm not touching yeah. you. I'm not yeah, touching you. Exactly. You can't hit me. You can't hit me. A bunch of people it's doing exactly. it. And then if, you, if you punch one of those people, guess yeah. what? Now they have a church that ha- that can afford a hundred million dollar lawyer and mm-hmm. you're just a guy who got sick yeah. of it because there's a person standing outside your house harassing you for six months. Finally, you punch one and then they take then everything you own. And then yep. you go to prison for 10 years for assault. And I mean, and it's, I've never it's really just, it's nuts. That kind of stuff should not happen inside a religion, inside an organization. a peaceful religion, because from what I understand is what they're preaching to is building a better world That's through, you know, self-mastery. And they want to build a world that has no crime and no war. 
and have no you, drugs. Have like, you ever no seen a mellow Scientologist? They're well, always, exactly. They're always That's wound up. That's what they say exactly. they're trying always. to get towards is um, a no reaction. That's why you do your auditing and stuff is to see how you react to things. So they're trying to get to the point where you don't react. Because that's how. Yeah, but I'm. But that's that, how you're not but never seen, I've never send, seen a mellow. Send out the wolves. <laughs> I've never seen a mellow <laughs> ass Scientologist. So not laid back. No, they they're the most like wound so up, intense. nervous, paranoid. Well, and, they, and they're taught that uh, everyone anxiety ridden. Everyone is, is out to get and they twist get. everything around. Leah Remini actually people. said something interesting in one of her interviews. She said that she did something that was against uh, rules and went online to see what people were saying against Scientology. Mm-hmm. Which leads me to believe that maybe there is a good portion of Scientology, especially the ones that live there. That's what they, really what if cool. They don't even have internet. Well, what that's if, she brings that's that up on the like show. North Korea, right? Is, right. Mm-hmm. They do have internet, um, like on the bases and stuff, and they get tablets, but they have to be like you know mandatory regulated tablets, and they have mm. filters on them, so they can't see those um, like negative Scientology. So think things. about that. There, all of these. So you know, again. When you hear about the things in Scientology, like people being kidnapped or people going missing or the or these, you know, these intimidation tactics, I'm sure people have seen these. Mm-hmm. But for them, it's probably like somebody's coming and going, look, those people were trying to come in. It's 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 Jim Jones. Oh, yeah. Right? It's going, the, They're coming to get us. We got to drink the Kool-Aid. Yep. We, it's they totally are their coming defense. for us. Yeah. And they will they will hurt us. Mm-hmm. They will kill us. So and that's that's this this mentality. So you gotta figure that maybe a good portion of these people. Now, there's also people in the real world, but when you look at those people, like Tom Cruise, for example, you know, uh those videos that came out and they were in Going Clear, they were in Louis Thoreau's My Scientology movie documentary, they've been online. You can look them up. And they're fucking crazy. Yeah. Like the church production yeah. videos. Where is that what you're talking about? Yeah, where he's doing the things and it's like he's getting the Scientologist award and people yes. are asking him. Like he's doing the interview about what it means to be a Scientologist and his eyes are like they're, so like, intense. They say, they say they want them to have a dedicated glare. Yeah. That is, that, that's, that's what like he's the doing. That's what heard. he's doing. Dedicated oh that's like, yeah. and, and, it, and it looks like a soldier. It looks, I mean, and that's like you said. That's the mentality they get it, to. It's like this. It, if I and and I think I think Louis Thoreau, um, who great documentarian, yeah. very funny, interesting guy. He, in his uh, he's got a new uh, documentary on Netflix called My Scientology Movie. Which check it out. It's it's very interesting. Really, really interesting. good. Wow, really yes. good. And the way he the way he kind of presents it and and the way that um, he 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 gets an ex Scientologist to come in and to kind of who was who was David Miscavige, the current leader. Uh, his right hand man and was mm-hmm. there for a lot of uh, both good and bad. I mean, he was that he yeah, did, he he did some all. really bad shit too. Um, and you start seeing how these, these intimidators, the squirrel busters, as they call them start showing up or have been harassing him or, you know, even, even to the point where like, like there's, he, he gets, he intercepts like a, a, a letter about the, the, the documentary they're making mm-hmm. and it seems, and you can kind of see this moment and I, we even talked about it before they talk about it in the documentary. We were like, 
Did they send somebody into the to the See, actual auditions? I instantly thought that because I'm like, you're doing auditions for someone to play David, David Miscavige, Miscavige, and you're putting this out in a, a in Scientologist a, in is going to get in there and yeah. to a count full of and actors, tip it off, and yeah, they're going like, to go, look, on. I got to get in there and see what this is about. Yeah, and I they, do want to say I love the guy p- they yeah. picked to play David Jesus. Miscavige. He was the Tom incredible. Cruise guy was creepy too. He, he was, was way creepy. He was almost too convincing. He was a Scientologist. When he said that, when there was that moment in his eyes. Yeah, yeah. Guys, I was like, check out this he might be the insider. It is so good, it, you know, but in a terrifying way. Yeah, but he does <laughs> really say, interesting. Louis does say at one point, he says, if if, and I I I love the quote. He goes, if somebody was looking at you across the breakfast table with that look, <laughs> would would you? No, it's not past me the butter, is it? Yeah, it's not past the butter, is it? Yeah. <laughs> talking about what a scary <laughs> look because that it's is. Not. It's this. Uh, if 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 I was in a bar and a dude was looking at me like that, I would look at you and go, okay, I'm gonna have to go fight this fucking guy. Apparently, <laughs> it's it's a terrifying or fight or, or I'm fight gonna get flight. yeah, I'm gonna is. get killed. It's that or... that level of devotion, that level of passion. That's what they demand. He's that though. way all the time. Like it's, I feel like he's just jacked well, up on if you he's high on life, it, man. Again, it's because he <laughs> believes that he has achieved a level of of being understanding and being that is better than you, that is higher than you, that he is operating. He has cleared so many negative things in his life that he is operating on a level that is so much higher than you that you couldn't even fucking understand it, man. You couldn't even <laughs> fucking understand it because you're an SP, man, and they don't even come into my general vicinity because it's working, man. LRH, man, LRH. I mean, you, you listen to him, and he is... He literally believes he's a fucking alternate human. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Now, take into that that he probably, um, in addition, now, one thing that Scientology does is they believe that uh, they're, they're, well, they're very against medication. They believe that people can self-heal. They can self-medicate. They can self-treat. Um, they don't believe in depression or psychiatry yeah. or psychology. Any mental illness. Um, and, and some physical treatments mm-hmm. as well. Um, they believe that everybody can, can, through the auditing process and through vitamins and exercise. And so Tom Cruise believes that no matter what happens to him, he's not depressed, man. He can't get fucking depressed because he just takes his vitamins and he fucking works out, <laughs> man. And he clears those fucking thetans. And it's like when you, when you do that, when you believe that you're literally... You know, plus I'm guessing that he also probably gets injected with like testosterone and all these others. <laughs> yeah. So he's, he's probably, probably a vitamin. Co- on a constant fucking like vitamin yeah. coke high. Which I mean, I don't think there's a, there's like a on the, the tamer side of that. I don't think there's anything wrong with uh, truly the the self help side of things. And right, um, and like I don't know. I guess you could say like meditation and natural ways around things and bettering yourself well, i'm not... all for that but that's the thing is they use things that actually do make you feel good but then they're like we did that we gave yeah, it to extremist. you that's the only reason you feel good and then right. like if there's something that feels bad about you that's you that's, that's your you. fault right that's it so it's like point. they just control it and then they have that really creepy hospital in florida that they like send people to when they're quote-unquote sick in clearwater yeah, yeah in clearwater the clearwater <laughs> facility <laughs> Now, and nothing but vitamins. And that's mm-hmm. the other side of this is that that I'm with you. I'm not a big medication person. Mm-hmm. I don't I don't think Ritalin and Prozac and all of these oh, things yeah. are the answer. Yeah. I do believe that they're and again, I I think that that's one of the problems with belief systems is they they give definites mm-hmm. and they go this is not good. Yep. Oh sure. Well that's fine when it's heroin or cocaine, but perhaps there is a kid or a person 
who has tried all the other things. And and that's why Ritalin exists, is maybe for this kid. Not as a solution, but as a treatment to helping him get better, helping a person get better. Nobody should ever rely on these things. Yeah, I think. kind of a last resort for some people. Absolutely. Yeah, and well, and that's the thing is science works. But Scientology is trying to say, we're melding science with religion, so... Our science works better than, like, you know, right. normal science. But it's not really based on science. Even, it's even based none of their stuff has ever been proved. Yeah. And never, never had any scientific backing by any of the things that they have ever done. And has resulted in not only cases of abuse and neglect, but actually mysterious deaths. Yes. Mm. Um, suicides or, mm. or deaths of people, you know, that, that looked perhaps a little fishy. Um, all because of people who have been punished. Or, or, I guess locked down because of their um, s penis. Yeah, s <laughs> penis, and their s shaped penis. Their s shaped penises. <laughs> you get down to Florida with that squiggly fucking monstrosity <laughs> duck penis with your duck coiled duck barb. Yeah. The um, duck penis. But yeah. no, SP suppressive person. Suppressive person penis. <laughs> Um, but no, but that's, but, but it's also, like you said, it's also, you know, Hey, look, we'll, we'll, we'll not only get you better, but we're also going to get all the negative. Cause there's people who, who will speak out against the church or will have like Leah Remini at one point, she said that she, the, the Tom Cruise story. Yeah, they were. So she was like at I don't know if it was like a Christmas thing or a like gala something. or something. One of their she galas. Was, yeah, she was a at their gala. <laughs> she was at their house, and uh, she, her words were that uh, Tom was forcibly kissing Katie Holmes oh, at the time, God. which that seems right to me. It seemed like <laughs> just that makes, makes me want to throw. stop, stop it. That poor woman. I feel so bad for her. I feel like that whole entire re- relationship was forced. I, I would. I God, wouldn't you just want to sit down and talk to her? Yeah. Like away from people and go, look, I, I, Katie, I don't care about, I don't want to know about any yes. movies. I don't give Aww. a shit about Hollywood. I don't, I don't care about any mm-hmm. of that. Tell me about, I, I just want to hear about your life. Are you doing okay? I won't okay? judge you. I, I just want her. you to talk. Yeah. We'll, we'll roll Where a couple is she joints. Now? Isn't she like give... having a baby with, with what's his Jamie name? Jamie Foxx. Yeah. <laughs> She's having a goddamn baby the... with Jamie Foxx. She like she she was you she know literally was? went the opposite. The, she was literally like, a one eighty from what Tom Cruise is. Tom Cruise I probably shows up that. to pick Siri uh, to pick up Suri, and he's like, "Hey, surprise, motherfucker!" <laughs> Jamie's like, "Oh, hey, little man, oh it's adorable." God. That was that I love was, your wife. That was a Dexter. She like, shorter than me. Up his hair. Yeah, you oh, go. Heard the mummy didn't do well. Baby Driver was good. Um, oh but God. no, he's. <laughs> oh, and so anyways, he's forcibly kissing right. Katie at this party. And, uh, you know, Leah, being who she is, she just kind of jokingly says, oh, get a room. You know, just how people say, yeah. get a room. She's, yeah, she's a time. funny right. lady. It's a joke. Fuck. Anyways, she gets written up by Tom Cruise. Um, I love that you and, can get written up in this religion. Yeah, which I just love. <laughs> so that this, All that this religion is, is it, it just allows you to have the thinnest skin on the planet. Oh, yeah. I don't think they have any sense of humor makes, at all. Uh, if anybody makes a comment that you don't like, if they're critical towards you, mm-hmm. or just literally says anything other than you are the, the greatest human being on the planet, they get to write you up and be a little bitch about it. Mm-hmm. And I just, I can't, I can't stand people like that in real life anyways. This is a whole religion that thrives on that yeah. idea. Yeah, Fuck and, these guys. And 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 like, <laughs> sorry, I'm so sorry. Uh, she she told a story. She told a story. Leah Remini did about how she was being pressured to invite 
because um, she was good friends with Jennifer Lopez at the time of Tom mm-hmm. Cruise and Katie Holmes's wedding, yeah. and was being pressured by the church to have Jennifer Lopez attend the ceremony they wanted with to get her. her claws in her. Mm-hmm. And then she talked about how she felt like she was constantly being separated by yeah, you know, uh, having you know, them ride separately in cars, being so at people, different tables. Oh, so have you ever thought about being a so you know people, people could, could approach just get, her? Oh, they totally yeah. want to get Jennifer alone so they could pull her into the the corner and and use and her. sign her that billion dollar contract, billion year. <laughs> billion, oh yeah, oh I yeah, say? that's billion another thing. Dollar. Oh Probably yeah, probably same thing to yeah, be honest. It takes yeah, that long. Year. but they're not yeah. paying you a billion dollars. You're paying them a right. billion. Dollars. Yeah, right. Um, but and and I guess because she felt this way. Like that, they were doing this. She got in trouble and was sent to this Clearwater facility for three months. For three months. Well, no, what that's was happening was she was asking about where Miscavige's wife was. Oh, and that's what happened, right? Because yeah. she was there he and came Shelley without his wasn't. Wife. That's right. And she hadn't been seen in public since like 2007. By the way, the has anybody, is she still missing? Yes. Is Shelly Miscavige know. still missing? <laughs> yes. They need to do a Shelly Miscavige. Now, let hunt. me ask you. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> God damn it. You say Miss Scavenger Hunt? Yeah. Oh my god! <laughs> if I didn't think they'd come after us, I'd call the fucking episode Miss Scavenger Hunt. But I won't. Okay. That I is won't. So funny. Poor Shelly, though. Where the hell is she? I don't know. Is you she? know, and no so what knows. happened was I'm hoping she's in hiding somewhere and she just like got away. They or think something. she's down in the hole. This place the that they talk hole. about, mm-hmm. right? Which is out that at their ranch, exist. right? Yes. Although, and that's the thing is that every single person who has come out. And has left Scientology and said, uh, you know, and, and, and this is where the problem is. Look, I feel like if some if a belief system does not work for somebody, let them go. Exactly. If they if if it doesn't work for them. Now, I do. Here, here's the thing. I, I feel like, again, too, if somebody leaves like I left, I, I left Mormonism a long time ago. You you really never probably be, were a huge part of it. Right. Well, I was baptized. Right. Okay. Yeah. But but when you left, I mean, it wasn't like, I mean, to I, me, I didn't. It was. Uh, this is slightly personal, but I just had uh, several instances of people who, um, you know, made me feel really bad about my dad not being a member, and right. and that that was a measure of of my worth, and just a lot of comments that were made to me, and and there were people who had told me um, not to befriend people that were not. Um, within the church, and to me, that doesn't make me understand what the idea of missionary work is. And and to me, it was the conflicting ideas of how critical and judgmental, you know, they could be, and 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 truly the unchristlike nature that that is yeah. contradictory to what they preach. And so, to me, it was this doesn't align with my morals of how you right. should treat a human just in general. So mm-hmm. to me, it was just that my my spectrum was broader than religion. That's all that it is. I appreciate some of the values that they have, you know, as far as uh, things, and it's a great upbringing, but I just have a broader spectrum. That's all. Sure. And that, that was brilliantly said. Thank you for mm-hmm. that. But let me say this. Even with that uh, negative experience, let's point it that way, yes. within, the, within the religion, you haven't spent... You know, felt the need to come out of the religion and just badmouth it because it really no. wasn't that big of a deal. No, you were able to leave. You, you know, yeah, we got letters and it was annoying, but it hasn't really been bad. <laughs> People who leave Scientology, we get some really weird. Mail. We do. We get mail from the from, and, and weird treats on the porch. They, yeah. yeah, I was gonna say they leave you like gifts and they no, like invite yeah. you to things. Sure, it's a it's a letter it's that has a fucking well. uh, yeah, it, they do a nice. It's fine. Yeah, they mean they well. do a nice way. Yeah. But Scientology, Scientology is not nice when they leave. And look, 
they also the reason why they go out and and quote unquote badmouth Scientology. They're not bad. Look, and I, again, Scientologists. They're not badmouthing the religion of Scientology. Nobody's saying that your belief system. And that's that's the thing is none of the people who've left. I mean, sure, you, you know, you talk to some of them, they go, well, you know, it's a little far out there. You get up there yeah. and they talk start talking about Xenu and it's yeah. it's a little silly or whatever. But they're not bad mouthing. They're bad mouthing the fact that you said that that you you're you know that people were abused, that people went missing. Well, the that, disconnection. That, that, that the disconnection of family the members saying part. you can't talk to them anymore. Mm-hmm. That you know, destroys so many families. I hate that. That part always thing, bothers yeah. me. That has nothing to do with religion. Yeah. No. That has nothing to do with your belief no. system. That has right. nothing to do with your thetans and control. your control. Right. It's, it's control. control. And that's what people have a problem with. And 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 I you know, and when any documentarian or when anybody speaks out against it, again, they're not speaking out against the belief systems. They're speaking out against these mm-hmm. practices that are that are keeping people like Shelly Miscavige or Shelly, yeah, Shelley. Miscavige missing. I that's her name. And the the fact is, is that if you're a police officer, so and and this is what sucks about these deaths and these 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 cases of abuse. Is people go well? My my daughter's missing. She's part of Scientology, and they and the police go to Scientology and they send a cop over there, and the, the police come out and they go, oh, "I'm sorry, you're being held against your will." And they go, "Oh no," because there's a yeah. fucking voice and a microphone. Oh no, I'm so happy. I'm I I love Scientology. Please tell my parents not to worry, and they can come see me anytime, and I can leave right now. But I I have a class to go to, and they uh. do this because if they don't, then they get sent to the hole, right? And they get abused, and they mm-hmm. get have to sleep on a wet mattress and not eat, and they have to fucking read books and and get yelled at by Miskevich and punched and and beaten, and they don't get to sleep. I mean, like they I work really for thirty like... hours oh, and they get a yeah. three hour Ridiculous. break. Ridiculous, their work and they're patterns. kept there, and and they say nobody's nobody's kept against their will, but there's a guard at the door. And there's a guard yeah, outside and there. There's, like, and there's like razor, razor wire. wire. It kind of seems like they're kept against their will, doesn't yeah. it? And the razor wire is facing inside. Yeah, yeah it's not to keep facing out. In. It's not facing out. Yeah. It is in. And that's what the... And the d- giant fog lights. Right. Yeah. So and scary. that's the problem. He even and said... that's why he people even, Marty, out. the guy that was the ex... Uh, Scientologist the one in, in, in Thoreau's Yeah, he said that... The fence had these things called fence shakers on there so that if anybody touched them, oh, yeah, the that's what immediately uh, put all the floodlights on. So if anybody was trying to leave, I mean, they, like, why uh, is that? Right. So why the hell crazy. is that? And, they, and that's why. That's why people are speaking out. Ugh. That's why people are worried. They're not speaking out. In fact, I you saw. Know, I, and I'm sorry. I just want to say that one of the other interesting things, uh, kind of with what you're saying, is that when this happens, when people are speaking out against it or asking any kind of question to sign, even if they're just asking questions about Scientology. Most of the Scientologists or really anyone they speak to, they never say, they like you said, zero to 60, crazy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But they're never talking about Xenu. They're never defending him, bringing this up. It's always this, this this uh, method of attack, like they're never yeah, they truly just t- go for personal attack. Yeah, they're never truly speaking they're ne- about the things that they should be passionate like, about. Well, this is what I choose to believe, and it. Uh, there were a few on some of the interviews that talked like that, mm-hmm. but for the most part, it's like they just get so defensive they're and attack. Crazy. Right? They, I'm sorry, but they are crazy. <laughs> yeah, they have been brainwashed <laughs> on heavy pots and pans, and that, <laughs> that's what. <laughs> like, and that's the definition are, of brainwashing. Is it's not, I think when people hear these terms, right, they think of the broad, 
movie science fiction version, right? I am brainwashed. Mm-hmm. I am a chicken. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, that's not what brainwashing is. Brainwashing, ladies and gentlemen, and I'm not, I'm not an expert, but when you hear something over and over again and, and over and over and over and over, and then it's something that you subscribe. And it, I mean, eventually it is going to believe, be something, something, pardon me, that is part of your belief systems fabric. Right, mm-hmm. they they sit there and they chant and they do these things and they it changes your motivation to, mm-hmm. to the actions that you take right. in life and why you're doing the things that you're and, doing. And, and all of these people truly believe, Tom Cruise, Will Smith, all of them. It doesn't matter from the top to the bottom. They all believe that they have everything they have because of Scientology. Mm-hmm. Now, I don't believe that my dad thought that his thirty plus years at his job had anything to do with him being a good Mormon. But he may believe that he was blessed with that job. He may have, because he was a good person, he may have mm-hmm. believed he received blessings. But I don't believe he ever directly thought Mormonism was responsible for his job. Mm-hmm. However, in this organization, everything you get is responsible or is is directly uh, because of Scientology. Mm-hmm. Anything good. Anyhow. Anything good. And if you and if you left it, you'd lose all of those yep. things in your life. And let's be fair. It would be very fascinating to see if somebody like Travolta or Actually Will Smith left. or Tom Cruise publicly left Scientology. Leah did. And, and sure. Leah did. And like on her show, it's it's really interesting to see a lot of the other people who left because not only is it you're just part of it, but you don't have a life outside of the church. Right. So you have no bank account. You have like no money at all. Yeah. No job, all nowhere to live. You. Like right. you probably don't know anyone either, right. you know, so you can't really like fall on anybody if you were to leave. Yeah. It so, was just like what we talked about with um with the escaping polygamy. Yeah, thing. it was polygamy I mean, too. When those kids leave, they've they've got nothing not, and no education. No if you grow up in it, yeah. like you're saying they don't know how to have a, a car. Mm-hmm. Um, they don't have a driver's license. Yep. They don't know how to get a bank account. The social skills alone that they're lacking are are detrimental yeah, to them. Yeah, I mean, you've just been in and, like this bubble, right? Your and whole so, life. you know, with the disconnection and all those things that they have within the religion of Scientology and things like that, if you have severed ties with your family members and been loyal for a long time, it's not like you can just bust out and go, "Hey, I'm yeah, not." You're kind of stuck. I know I haven't spoke to you in years, but I need money and a place to stay. Like right. it, it doesn't really work, and it's so sad. Yeah, that's and the saddest part. It's the disconnection for me is from the family members. I think it. It's I think sad. I don't think a lot of people understand just how desperate people are when it when it comes. Look, you will be a hundred percent homeless, and everyone who knows you will shun you. Yeah, yeah. that terrifying. is what you're up it's against. Terrifying. Think yeah. about that. I want all of you at home who are listening to this right now to think about that, and and before you judge any single person, and. And, I, I mean, this also works to show how brave the people who have done it is. Yeah. But when you brave. really think about that and think about that if you walked out of a door and you just walked, kept walking, that literally every person in your life would turn their backs on you. Everything you had is gone. Every You, you have no money because it all went to the church. They have all your bank accounts. They have all your credit card information. You, they will follow you. They will harass you. You even if you could get to the other side of the United States, there's probably a Scientology church there. They're probably going to follow you the whole way. Like, think, put yourself in that position. It's 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 
it's sickening to the stuff because it's such a, a helpless place to be. And how could a loving religion that preaches unity and like a peaceful world support doing that to people? Right. You know what I mean? I think like, that about any religion, anytime or when religious people turn their backs on their children for the yeah, it's like that that's not love. That don't truly hurt. That doesn't hurt them. All right, let's be mm-hmm. fair. If they're a serial killer, yeah, maybe don't claim your kid. You know, but <laughs> but. But you know what I mean? Like, yeah. if you're, who just if they're doing something really bad. write them off because <laughs> of they just choose to believe something different or live their life yeah. a different way. I mean, that's I don't know how you can be a part of something and believe in in um, the things you do and then and be so I don't know cold hearted. Yeah, I, yeah. I could support I something know. like that. There's yeah. no way. It's yeah. crazy. It's and not, we're not loving. Saying, we're, not, we're not religious. And, you know, in no. that aspect. And I don't. I just don't feel that. There, I mean, there, there's not a lot of, of religions or people other than, I mean, I, I mean, the only person I can really think of that's kind of like Scientology is Trump. He's completely Whoa. always on the defensive. He's compl- <laughs> That's true. Everything, he does the gaslighting, too, big yeah, time. It's the same thing. It's that whole, like, I, uh, you did yeah. what you did. You, well, what <laughs> I'm you not did. stupid. You're That's just stupid. an immature person is what it is. <laughs> yeah. And it's, but, a lot of those, like, Scientologist people that they interview are acting like adult children. It's, right. It's, it's maddening well, they probably to watch. Are Frustrating. Right. They I really mean, are. They never really think about They're it. They're not allowed to grow, they like, in people, a natural way. They tell people, you should quit your job. You know what? Your job is getting in the way. You're a successful. I think they were talking to one lady. She was a veterinarian. She was a successful veterinarian. And they were like, you need to quit your job because it's getting in the way of your oh church. My God, work. seriously. And then she will get we'll give you a w- work. We'll get you work. Don't worry. And then you rely. Your job is the church. There's I mean, they literally. And that's the thing about it is they have money. To pay for these things, and they have money to buy housing and, and yeah, buy these facilities. To pay their members like seventeen dollars a week, and then though, they pay them seventeen dollars a week. Like it's basically you don't slavery. Need that much because we'll provide your house and your meals yep. and your things. And dollars a week. Yeah, that's what one of them if was making. If you're paid at all, if you're paid at all, he said. Yeah, oh if you're my paid gosh. at all. And so, I mean, the kids get no education. They just start working by the time they're like seven or eight. Right, and that is. Taking advantage of people totally. and no self help organization or religious organization, although they most of them do, should take advantage of people. That's just not what they're here for. That's just not what that is supposed to be. Yep. And I don't, I, I can't stand behind that. So I, I don't know. It's all about control. Now, That's all they care about. When you look at when you look at the church, you know, uh, L. Ron Hubbard died in what was 86. it? Eighty six. And David Miscavige. Uh, who, who was a a very ambitious young, youngster? Well, yeah. and he was David Miscavige. So you pointed this out. He's a he's a little guy. Yeah, he's shorter than Tom Cruise. He was hugging. He was looking up to Tom, Tom Cruise. Cruise. Called him. That's probably the why hell? he likes Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise loves him. He's like, hey, hey, little, hey I'm bigger than you. Um, look who's the tallest guy in the room. It's Tom Cruise. Short man syndrome. Yeah. Oh the my extreme. god. But um. From all accounts, David Miscavige is an unbelievably vicious, ambitious uh, ruler that rules with an, uh, a, a very hard clenched iron fist. That really scared me in the documentary on Netflix when they were auditioning the actors. Yeah. And Marty, the guy who left Scientology, was instructing the David Miscavige actor to like be more vicious. Yes. He's like, push him against the wall. Yeah. Hit him. I was like, oh my God. Yeah. And then at the end, Marty's like, that's perfect. That's exactly like what it was. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, 
that is terrifying. Uh, and that's yeah. the leader? Right. Like, oh, my God. And, and Scientology says, you know, absolutely not. That man is a, yeah, they is deny a child it, pornographer but... who has, who has <laughs> believe his, you know, beat his wife his whole life. I mean, it's not just like they go, oh, these claims are absurd. I'm sorry, David. Yeah. They, and David Personal attack. That was David's dad. I think that they were... You're thinking of it saying that he beat his wife, I thought. Yeah, but I'm saying, like, in general, like, oh, this is their yeah. tactic. Yeah. Right? And, and yes, even David Miscavige's father fled and had to drive. He left, walked out the door, got in a car, and they drove for three days straight to Wisconsin just to feel safe. Wow. To go somewhere so they could go to his, I think, his wife's parents' house oh, or something to live. And even then, they've still been running. And he, I mean, they've had, you know... I mean, that's the thing is at the end of the day is that this is an organization that seems to operate outside the restraints of the law because they have um, not only uh, lawyers and a legal team and a defense team that can probably pay time and time again. I mean, I can't imagine how, how much money they can put into a legal defense, but... To be fair, they probably also have their own bounty hunters. And they probably, uh, we know, I mean, in the case of David oh, yeah, Miscavige's father, they had, uh, uh, the, the bounty hunter that was stopped in front of his house was armed. Oh, had my God. Four yeah. or five oh, guns, yeah, they went through the car. And, uh, all yeah. of the stuff he had on him for, for surveillance. Now, I understand he's a private detective, but Jesus Christ, if David I mean, Miscavige. They actually, when they raided the car, they thought it was a hitman because right, if of he, what he had well, on oh, him. Oh, my but God. What's the difference between a private investigator and a hitman, but a, a phone gun. call? Yeah, I was going to say, gun. Right? Oh, oh yeah. that's so scary. Yeah. Um, it, I mean, what would have happened if Miscavige would have went off you know him? What? Take him out. Oh, that's terrifying. Yeah. Oh, I mean, this guy I mean, had it. Uh, ah. You know, I'm not saying that he had it in his scruples or, you know, he had it right. in his DNA to do that. Yeah. But I'm saying that's the difference. Yeah. And I guarantee oh, they have some God. sort of black ops hit squad. They oh, have God. some sort of mercenary people that can come find you. I mean, we, we know they have yeah. money to do this. And. And I, there's I, all those mysterious deaths surrounding some of the members that right. try to leave or that are, um, you know, ones that were being considered for the rehabilitation mm-hmm. who are essentially just not doing everything that they say to do. Some of them wind up dead right. in very yeah. mysterious circumstances. And it's and and again, none of this has to do with the belief system of Scientology or what Scientologists are trying to accomplish, which if. If that's the case, I applaud your efforts to make society better and to help people. Mm -hmm. But if there is a branch of any organization that treats people this way, views dissent this way, that abuses power this way, then it represents everyone badly. And that's one of the things that Leah Remini said. She said she was speaking up not because she didn't believe in Scientology or that she didn't... um, you know, she wasn't, uh, you know, interested in Scientology anymore. She did it because she didn't feel that that Tom Cruise should be on TV attacking Bruce or Brooke Shields. He shouldn't be confrontational. There shouldn't be cases of abuse or stories of 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 assaults. There shouldn't be these things inside a church that is trying to help people. And if these believers truly, you know believe the systems that they're that they've spent so much to 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 kind of accomplish then yeah they should speak up against this kind of behavior but the problem is is that they're terrified to do so because of these stories yeah so they it's know a it fucking hard place mm-hmm. to be in i feel bad i feel yeah. bad for anybody who's in that situation because there are a lot of good people out there who just really want something to believe in and i i think if something really helps somebody and gives them purpose 
and keeps them from doing anything negative in their life, you know, drugs or, or anything else, or it helps them clean their lives up, turns them around, if they get something positive out of it, good. But if they're being taken advantage of by the people at the top, if any religion, like just like any business or government or anything else that we've talked about, gets so big that it becomes only about money, then the people at the top have a very uh, good chance of becoming corrupt. So, government. yeah, so um, it's 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 all it's all the same. I, I really feel bad for the people who feel like they might not have options. Yeah. And whether that's, you know, polygamy or Scientology or any other cult, the R. Kelly sex cult that's happening right now. What, oh, my God. What is that all about? Well, there's it's about R. Kelly. Well, there's. Oh, yeah, there's. These, yeah, it's exactly how it sounds. It sounds. <laughs> yeah. It's very fucking Scientology. Does it sound true? Does R. Kelly. It, does it sound so true? there's there's a yes. bunch of parents who have come forward and saying that R. Kelly is keeping their daughters in a mind control sex cult. And what they mean by this is that that R. Kelly, from their from what these reports are, in fact, it came forward, one set of parents said her and her daughter had met R. Kelly when her daughter was young. She was a singer and was kind of trying to break into the industry. So R. Kelly kept in touch. And then when she got older, like R. Kelly would be like, hey, you know, I can help come on out and I'll take you on tour. I'll show you around. And then I guess on one of the trips, she just didn't come back and said, I'm going to stay with R. And then I guess he has six or seven of these women. Allegedly. This is according to the story. <laughs> allegedly. Uh, Did you already he... make the joke? Is he keeping him in the closet? <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> they're trapped in the closet. They just look in the closet. There's six girls in the closet. God damn, that's a big closet. Um, but she, she, uh, so he, he buys properties. He pays their rent. He he, you know he he says he's going to help him break in or he'll take him to the studio. And then I guess that according to the parents, he tells them what to wear, when to eat, what time they need to be up. Mm -hmm. He like he controls every aspect of their life, and he's got five or six of these girls allegedly. But they they say that they talk to their daughters just like in Scientology or any other cult or any of these other things, and Mm -hmm. they talk to them and 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 they go, oh, we're fine. We're fine. We don't need help. We can stay. We love R. Oh I guess they call him God. R. Oh my gosh! Do they, we need to go save him. Right. I'm, but, are they? Are they okay? Is this real? Yeah, it's real. Yeah, it's totally real. So that's kind of where. But that's the same thing. Is it? So, but all, like, do they all live in, in the same house? Are they in different houses? Like, does he show up and like? Request sex from them. Like, what is? Whoa, the, what, we don't what? we don't know that much yet. But well, I, I think I just we should was going send, off what the sex cult. We was. should send in a reality Listen, TV show crew. Right. I'm going to assume that if it's R. Kelly, <laughs> that there's probably some bump and grind going. On. Oh, for sure. <laughs> Ain't nothing he, wrong. For sure, that's nothing happened. wrong with that. <laughs> so. Oh my god. He also oh believes he can fly, so he's OT nine. Oh my god. Yeah, this is the he, beginning of yep. his cult. Yeah. But that's, this is but, how it starts. But all of that is control, all of it's manipulation, mm-hmm. all of it is somebody with resources and power and charisma and influence taking advantage of somebody who doesn't have anything. Oh. That's it. It doesn't matter if you're a charismatic guy who can stand on stage and you can win over the people's votes, or if you can stand on a stage in a mega church and get all of your poor parishioners, even though you drove up in a Ferrari, to donate money to you in your giant, beautiful building. Yeah. And they came, they came for nothing, and they're putting their fucking pennies in the, in the donation mm. thing while you're up it's there so wearing sad. a $7,000. So the guy in the, in the $6,000 suit. <laughs> These guys, they're, they're constantly, the that's what all of this is. <laughs> It's a charmer saying, I can, I can get you to listen to me. I can get you to follow what I'm saying. 
and then eventually taking advantage of those people. Now, there are some people who don't do that. I'm certain that there are religious leaders, even within organizations like Scientology, who are genuinely there because they believe they want to help people. I truly believe that. They can't all be delusional. No, yeah, no, no. Yeah, they, they can't still all good be aware of everything. Is, I don't think right, anybody should be, be. There has to be the worker bees who are delusional right. and mm-hmm. who believe that this is right. I don't, they're I, doing this for the greater good. I don't want to eat at McDonald's, but that doesn't. I'm, I doesn't mean there's not people there who are like, hey, we're just helping people and getting them food. You know, I mean, people believe <laughs> people. There's, there's good in, in intent in all sorts yes. of things, right? Yes. So at the end of the day. I, I truly hope that the best of all of these organizations, the best of these religions, win out over the over the people who are a poor representation or who are taking advantage of of the way these organizations are set up. But I mean, it's really scary. I mean, I, I highly suggest you guys go out there and look into it. Just I mean, come on. There's there's. 15 20 documentaries about Scientology. It just and there's if you're a bunch really on really brave watch Battlefield Earth. <laughs> yeah. Or, or you can watch Battlefield uh, Earth. And then you'll be like, "What in the hell?" Battlefield Earth uh. was a movie that was based on a story written by L. Ron Hubbard, the one of the, his science fiction Yeah, stories. one of his science fiction novels and it stars renowned uh Scientologist John Travolta and it is <laughs> It is a in heavy makeup, fucking hot a mess. And a, yes. and it makes no sense. <laughs> Such a hot mess of a movie, oh, and it's great. it's yeah. But but there's a lot of documentaries about Scientology. Um, I would suggest Going Clear, uh, mm-hmm. which was yeah. HBO. That's a good one. Um, the Louis Thoreau documentary, yeah, which is great. on Netflix right now. That was uh, great. just like Stan Romanek documentary. It's called uh, My Scientology Movie. Um, that's really good. Um, and check out Leah Remini's show too. Leah Remini's, yeah, Leah Remini's stuff. Following that up though, I want to say what happened with that. Um, when she was at the wedding of, of Tom and Katie and she was kind of asking, where is Shelly? You know, Mm -hmm. it's kind of weird that there's this wedding of the century. This is Tom Cruise. You know, why, why wouldn't she be here? And when she would ask people this, they would just get up and leave. And she kind of thought that was weird. She was like, why would, why would anyone be that way she you know she's kind of like you guys are making this weird you know i'm mm-hmm. asking you where is she so after she left um she filed a missing persons report yeah for shelly miscavige and the la i believe police are the ones that got back to her within two days and said to her that this missing person has been located there's no need the case is closed uh no need to look into it any further and it was just literally like end of story don't ask any more questions but they didn't tell wow. her that so the police didn't tell her that. So it was almost like wow. they were bought off or something. Because, but still, she has well, not been seen. But yeah. wait a second. I, but we're we're talking about the super efficient LAPD, right? <laughs> we're talking about the guys who get shit done in, in forty eight hours. That's we got right. it done, ma'am. On to the next. Biggie and Tupac will find your killers. Listen, how many cops? Are Scientologists. Yeah, exactly. How many people, that's the thing, is at the end of the day, right, if this ties into the most influential people, if this is something that is attractive to the most influential people, who's to say that the police chief isn't a Scientologist? Right. Or the I DA? Mean, that's obviously what I'm saying. Right. They were exactly. clearly bought off because exactly. there was no further, and she, and she still has not been seen. And this goes Where on, the hell is this she? goes on for all of these missing person right. cases. Right. Because their resources are vast. They're... Their reach is far, and their members are scattered. It's not, and, and it, they're everywhere, right? And I, it sounds like we're talking about fucking Hydra or Cobra. <laughs> like, honest to God, hey, I don't, I don't, I didn't want to come in here. I'm not. My goal is not to bash Scientology in any way, shape, or form. 
these practices I'm not okay with, but it sounds like I'm describing a shadowy yeah. government, bad secret government agency. Yeah. yeah. But it's not. It's science fiction. It's, mm-hmm. <laughs> it is a, it is a, it's just an, a fascinating religion. Um, one other thing, if you guys ever want to see kind of an avant, well, it's not avant-garde. I, it's just a different take on, on the story of Hubbard. Um, PT, Paul Thomas Anderson, who was uh, the guy who directed Magnolia and Boogie Nights and, and um, some great flicks. He, uh, he also, in There Will Be Blood, he did a movie called The Master, where it was one of the, the final performances, great performance by Philip Seymour Hoffman. He kind of plays an L. Ron Hubbard type, and Joaquin mm. Phoenix plays his, his, like this right-hand man. And it's kind of like this weird timeline, and it's a longer flick, but it's, a, it's an acting tour de force between these two. And it's a really fascinating kind of look into kind of a, an interesting take on what could have been Hubbard and, and, uh, and his... I don't know, the influence he had on the people around him. It's just an interesting flick. Very um, interesting. But yeah, in closing, what do you got on Scientology? What's your what's your take? <laughs> I, it's fucking crazy. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm going to have to agree. <laughs> it's fucking crazy. That's what it is. It's fucking crazy. <laughs> fucking nuts, man. What the fuck is happening? <laughs> Holy shit. That's but it, it but it is. It is. Look, and on the real note, I feel for these people like just like when we talk about the cults or any where it is that they have truly um been robbed of the real experience of life. You know, yeah. they have they have they have given themselves 100% to this so much that they have just not lived and experienced the the true joys of of life or just I don't know been able to figure I think there's an importance on figuring shit out for yourself. Oh, it yeah. totally is. Not, you know what I mean? And it's funny that they promote self-mastery but then they repress it so right. much. At the right. Same it's right. not about it's being like, yourself no. at all. It's right. about it's, it's about, about just doing what we the say. The best mm-hmm. you inside our guidelines. <laughs> right. Exactly. Right. I would love right. to see you be you. Now here's a list of 50 rules on how yeah. to be you. Exactly. So now go and be you so I can see you be that. Um, it's crazy, <laughs> Melissa. I don't know anything to add. Um, no, I think it's pretty nuts. Check out all the documentaries. I'll also watch the movie Equilibrium because I feel like that's where Scientology was trying to get to. Oh, the idea of get repressing rid of art, repressing emotion. Yeah, because they mm. take away art, they take away music, they take away everything, which. That would be a terrible world to live in. And it's Ugh. fascinating to me that that's really what, like, a, an, an ideal that they were going for, yet they appeal to actors who are literally trying to mask and mirror all of those emotions <laughs> and, and and be in touch with them constantly. Yes. It's fucking fascinating. It doesn't make any yeah. sense. Like, I wonder if that, like, if Tom Cruise has to play a person who has problems, he's like, let me get into the idea of a mind of a person who's less than me. <laughs> he never does, though. See? It's always this larger-than-life, like, all, Mission like impossible. alter ego that he sees himself as this dude who jumps from planes and scales buildings and, and doesn't die larger than life yeah, yeah the, he's he's crazy he <laughs> believes his own hype he does he is 100 percent. he drank the kool-aid he got went back for seconds he's crazy <laughs> are, are you still want to fight him yes i'm even more now <laughs> i'm telling you guys the sci- the scientology was second to all of the, the Scientology hatred. doesn't matter. Oh, it's I just Tom Cruise. I, I that's the problem. That's it. Yeah, picked up on him early, and now I, then Scientology just pushed it over the edge. They got Cruise control. But it makes control. you know what though? It does. Um, it does kind of help make some sense of of 
who he is as a person. I'm like, oh, totally. So much sense. Mm -hmm. Especially when you watch his talks about it, like about the religion. He's so earnest. Yeah. So fucking earnest (laughs) about it. That dedicated glare. It is. There's no, and that's one thing is there's just no sense of, of, of humor about it. Mm -mm. You know, I've made fun. And and the funny thing is, is I've had, uh, as a comic, I've had, uh, LDS people as a comic in Utah. Oh, I've had yeah. LDS people at shows constantly. We've done shows for companies uh, that are predominantly Mormon. Um, you know, and and while in the, in the sense that yeah, if for some of those shows I might keep it cleaner, I will still make fun of them. And I they still, usually love and it. They love yeah. it. They laugh. They think it's hilarious. People have a good. I'll give my dad shit about it all the time. I'll joke mm-hmm. around and and uh, and. But I really feel like if I was ever asked to do like a show for Scientologists, I would be like, <laughs> "No, yeah, we wouldn't let no. you." Can you imagine like a roast of Tom Cruise? Like I can't imagine him laughing at anything. I can't imagine him having like a sense of humor no. about it. What did you say? You'd be drug off to what the hole after yes. about me, oh my huh? God. You're a fucking SP man, <laughs> weird guy. I mean, look, Tom, just back off. Just dial it down a little bit. That's all it is. It has nothing to do with religion. It just has everything to do about that intensity of, like, mm-hmm. this devotion, this crazy fucking... If you're that devoted to anything, I don't care. You have take, a problem. Scient- yeah. take Scientology out of it and just put in, I fucking, I fucking want my coffee, man. I don't want my fucking coffee. Over the and top. Like, Dude, it's fucking coffee. Calm down. Yeah. He goes to 11. Yeah, he fucking does. <laughs> That's right. Um, all the way to 11. But, uh, but yeah, look... Um, do some research. Go out there and see for yourself. There's actually, if you're in Salt Lake, do you know there's a Scientology church yeah, we right here? Yeah, looked it up. Yes. Right I haven't I seen do. it. <laughs> I just, we know it's like on tw- 9th, yeah, 19th and, South and yeah. something. But it's, yeah, it's just right down there. They'll but, give you a free personality test if you ask for one. Yeah. Really? Yes. Did go you down? do it? No. <laughs> I'm kind of curious. Should we go? We should all go together. Like, as I, an don't area. Go together, I don't want them having my name. Yeah, I don't, I don't want, want, I don't want I, them I having my information either. Yeah, I, I don't, don't want, want them to have my I don't want to know anything about me. I'm too protective over <laughs> that. I'm scared to hashtag Scientology. Uh, you know on this what? Post. If I'm not going to lie to you, I a, might not promote this post. If just, there's a listener, I was scared driving. Here. Yeah, I don't look, I, and that's what I'm saying. I'm not. I'm not bashing on Scientology. I think. Look, I, I will. I, let me just broadly state that I think most religions' origin stories are fucking horseshit. I think that right. they're. I think that they are. Metaphors and similes for greater things. Yeah. Do I think a man lived in the belly of a well, or or I don't know. If it's no, I, I don't think those are real. I don't necessarily think a woman was impregnated by a space ghost from space of God. I don't think that's real. Could be an alien, though. I Maybe think Jesus, Jesus could have been an alien. Sure, that seems. And when I I live in a world where to me that seems more likely than a right. fucking anything else. So yeah, I guess a lot of the stuff I believe is crazy too. And people could stand back and say that same thing about me. Difference is, I'm not beating up. Um, harassing, kidnapping, razor wiring anybody who doesn't believe the same thing as me, and that's where I take issue: is right. the treat the mistreatment of human beings who don't want to believe anymore. Yeah. Just allow people to live and be free, and if they don't believe what you believe, cool. And stop doing shitty things in the name of religion. Yeah, oh, all yeah. of you, so sick of that. All of you, yeah, across the that's board. That's the eleventh commandment. Yeah, yeah. Just stop it. So, look, we'll probably and and Scientologists don't get mad because we're also going to probably we we plan on going oh, over the Catholicism. Everybody. We're going to be talking about the Vatican. <laughs> Excuse me. We've talked about <clears throat> we've talked about polygamy. We've talked about a lot of other things. So everybody gets it here. Um, so you know, 
Thanks for being a good sport this week, Scientology. We appreciate you. <laughs> Thank you. You guys. And uh, look into it. Like I said, look into it for yourself. Go out. Watch the videos. Figure this out. Don't just, like, go, I heard of Tom Cruise is Scientology. Look, do some research. That's what we did. That's what we encourage you to do, too. So... Um, thank you very much to both Tracy and uh, Kira this week for sharing stories. Yeah, thank uh, you. That was Those awesome. Were cool. uh, thank you to Sasha for uh, Sasha. making this sound so good and, and just putting this all together. Melissa, Danny, thank you guys for being here. Thanks for having thank us. Thank you. Yeah, appreciate it. So, behalf of all of us here at the Area 52 training facility, unless the Squirrel Busters get us, <laughs> <laughs> we'll see you next time. I think it's a privilege to call yourself a Scientologist, and it's something that you have to earn. And because a Scientologist does, he or she has the ability to create new and better realities and improve conditions. Uh, being a Scientologist, you look at someone and you know absolutely that you can help them. So for me, it really is KSW, and it's just like, it's, it's something that... Uh, I don't mince words with that, you know, with, with anything that LRH does, but that policy to me has really gone, boy. And every, and I, I, there's a time I went through and I said, you know what? When I read it, I, you know, I just went, this is it. This is exactly it. Being a Scientologist, when you drive past an accident, it's not like anyone else. As you drive past, you know you have to do something about it because you know you're the only one that can really help. But that's, that's what drives me, is that I know that we have an opportunity and uh, to really help for the first time effectively change people's lives. And uh, I am dedicated to that. I'm gonna, I'm absolutely, uncompromisingly dedicated to that. Orgs are there to help, okay, but we as, you know, as also the public, it's like, we have a responsibility, it's not just the orgs, it's not just Dave Miscavige, you know, it's not just, not just me, it's you, it's everyone out there kind of rereading KSW and looking at what needs to be done and saying, okay, am I going to do it or am I not going to do it, period, and am I going to look at that guy or am I too afraid because I have my own out ethics to put in someone else's ethics, and that's all it comes down to. Because I won't hesitate to put ethics in on someone else, you know, because I put it ruthlessly in on myself. And I think that uh, I respect that in, in others. And, uh, you know, I'm there to help, and we're here to help. And my opinion is, is that, look, you're either on board or you're not on board, okay? But just... If you're on board, you're on board just like the rest of us, period. We are the authorities on getting people off drugs. We are the authorities on the mind. We are the authorities on improving conditions. Criminon, we can rehabilitate criminals. Way to happiness, we can bring peace uh, and unite cultures. Uh, that once you know these tools and you know that they work, it's, it's not good enough. That, that I'm just doing okay. Traveling the world and meeting the people that, I, that I've met, you know, talking with these leaders in various fields. They want help. And they are depending on people who know. 
and who can be effective and do it. And that's us. That is our responsibility to do that. It is the time now. Now is the time, okay? It is being a Scientologist, people are turning to you. So you better know it. You better know it. And if you don't, you know, go and learn it, you know? But don't pretend you know it and, or for, you know, whatever. It's like, we're here to help. I mean, if you're a Scientologist, you see life, you see things the way they are. In all its glory, you know? All of its complexity. Uh, and the more you know as a Scientologist, you don't become overwhelmed by it. <laughs> and, uh, I went, you know, she, they said, so, like, have you met an SP? <laughs> I looked at them, <laughs> you know, and I thought, oh, what a beautiful thing, because maybe one day, It'll be like that. You know what I'm saying? Maybe one day it will be that. Wow, SPs, like, they'll just read about those in the history books, you know? <laughs> the thing is, I just go through that tech, and it's it literally, it's, it's not how to run from an SP. It's PTSSP, how to shatter suppression, confront shatter suppression. You apply it, it's like, boom. Because they don't come up to me and do that. Uh, they won't do it to me. Not to my face, you know? Or anywhere in my vicinity where they feel they can be confronted, you know, it's not doing Look, I wish the world was a different place. I'd like to go on vacation and go and romp and play and just do that. You know what I mean? I mean, that's what I want it to be. That's how I would, you know, there's times I'd like to do that, but, but I can't because I know, I know, so, I, you know, what you know, you just, you, I, I have to do something about it, it's not, you know, you can sit here and wish it was different, and then you look at it and you go, okay, this is it, all right, okay, and there's that moment where you go. <laughs> you know, I have to do something, don't I? Yeah, I really have to do it because I can't live with myself if I don't. And it's, and that really is it. I don't care if someone thinks it's hard or easy, it's either, either helping and contributing everything you can or you're not. Uh, because I'm carrying my load, all right? And only that, as much as I'm carrying, I still feel like I gotta do more, all right? There's still a thing of, let's go. You can just see the look in their eyes. You know the ones that are doing, you know? And you know the spectators, who are the ones that are going, well, it's easy for you, or what am I doing? And it's just, that thing is, uh, I've canceled that in my area. <laughs> It's like, man, you're either in or you're out. That's spectatorism, and it's something that, that is, we have no time for it now. So it's our responsibility to educate, create the new reality. You know, we have that responsibility to say, hey, this is the way it should be done. Because we do it this way, and people are actually getting better. And let's get it done. 
but to really get it done and have enough love, compassion, and toughness that, that you're going to do it. Uh, and uh, do it right. And I have to tell you something. I really, it, it is, you know, it's rough and tumble. And it's wild and woolly, and it's a blast. It's a blast. It really is fun. Because, damn it, there is nothing better than to going out there and fighting a fight, and suddenly you see things are better. I want to know that I've done everything I could uh, every day. And I think about those people out there who are depending on us. And uh, I think about that. And it does make me feel uh, like, man, there's, you know, we got more work. I need more help. You know, get those spectators either in the playing field or out of the arena. <laughs> that's how I really that's how I feel about it. I do what I can and I do it the way I do everything. <laughs> There's nothing part of the way for me. <laughs> it's just